Hi, I'm Prospector's wife, Tara. Here's a little taste of my world. It's time for Prospector's Picky Pet Peeves on Rock 107. All right, first up, people who use the speech-to-text function or speakerphone around other people when their hands are free. These things are supposed to be there to be used in the car or places where you need your hands, and uh, you should be using them judiciously at that. You should not be using them in a bus from, say, New York City to Northeast PA unless you're the bus driver, then have at it. The rest of us don't want to hear about your hemorrhoids. Really? Speaking of bus travel, I hate the yambags who line up as they see the bus pulling into the station and they get right up to the door. You know what I mean? Like right up on the door. Like they get dirt on their shirt from the door. So no one can possibly get off the bus. Hey, jackhole, you ain't getting on till we get off. So how about you imagine you're at a rock concert in the 70s or 80s and you take two steps back. Uh, All right. And Halloween is coming up. And it's my most hated holiday of the year. I hate the legalized begging they call trick-or-treating. I hate the extra chance that my car or house may be egged by punks. But most of all, I hate the Halloween party. Now, to be fair, I hate any party. No matter what the reason it's being thrown. I hate the inane chit-chat. I hate having to get off my couch, having to wear decent clothes, and just be out. But Halloween parties are a thousand times worse. I hate costumes. I hate wearing them. I hate thinking about them. I hate seeing them. And I hate people who wear a costume that obscures their identity. These are the ambags who always strike up a conversation with me, then get perturbed that I don't know who they are. On a good day, I'm going to struggle to remember you. I just stink at that kind of stuff. But now you're in costume, and you're all like, I can't believe you don't know who I am. What's the matter with you? We go way back. Hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure the last time I saw you, you weren't dressed as Darth Maul. So forgive me if I can't discern who you are through all the makeup and such. But after this conversation, I'm pretty sure I never want to see you again anyway. Good Lord. You think that was bad? Try living with him. Love you, honey. Mean it. I'm not here to make you paranoid. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. I believe we as Americans worry too much about stuff that's not likely to happen to us. And conversely, we don't worry about things that are more likely to occur. Like some of us stockpile food in case of a nuclear war, yet refuse to wear seatbelts. Statistically speaking, you're much more likely to get into a serious car accident. See what I'm saying? But file this under uh, an ounce of protection, if you will. You are storing your car keys wrong. A TikToker named Brian Mello has gone viral with a video showing how car thieves can hack into your key fob and then steal your car. He shows a home security video of thieves using a special antenna that performs a relay attack. It amplifies the signal that's always coming from your key fob in your house, and it tricks the car into thinking the fob is very close. Then thieves open the door, start your car, and drive off. There is a way to avoid this. Put your key fob in a metal box and block that outside signal. Two thieves who are about to go ahead and drive off in some poor guy's first-gen BMW M2. The guy carrying around the antenna that looks like it was sort of like MacGyvered together in his basement is performing what's called a relay attack. If you didn't know, your vehicle's key fob is constantly emitting a signal, looking for the car that it belongs to. Likewise, the car is also constantly looking for that key fob. So what the guy with the antenna is doing is trying to amplify the signal from the key fob that's in the house in order to trick the car into thinking that that key fob is much closer to the vehicle than it really is. Which means once they get in, no alarm's going to go off, and the thieves can just start up the car and drive it away, probably to some chop shop somewhere, ship it overseas, whatever they feel like doing. 
most people leave their keys by their front door, making the entire process even easier to hijack the signal. Now, something you can do to protect yourself is you can actually put your key fob in like a little metal tin or something when you get home, or you can use what's called a Faraday bag or a pouch. Both of those will block the signal coming from the key fob so that something like this won't ever happen to you. Yeah. Now, what you should do is check that that box or that Faraday cage works. Faraday cages, Faraday bags, they block radio signals. It's like when you go see a stand-up comedian, they stick your phone in a bag. It's like that. So you put your key in the cage or that tin material. You walk out to the car and ensure it doesn't let you open the door. Once you do that, you're good. Again, I'm not here to make you paranoid, but just because relay thefts haven't happened here in Northeast PA doesn't mean they won't. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Some iPhones are randomly shutting down. You know what that means, right? Someone on an assembly line in China is about to get a timeout. Tom Brady's fitness brand may be shutting down due to declining sales. And for the first time in a long, long time, Bill Belichick smiled. On this day in 1888, Thomas Edison filed a patent for the first movie camera. The next day, he made the first sex tape. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Yet another weird situation Prospector handled in his own special way. He's a jerk. It's time for Prospector's weekly lesson in manners. Am I a jerk? On Rock 107. Hey, it was an honest mistake. But still, I gotta ask, am I a jerk? I do commercials for Duncan right here in Northeast PA. Maybe you heard him. It's awesome, because I'm a big fan. I get to talk about something I like. Last week, Duncan shows up with donuts, bagels, Hey, free Dunkin's always good. I'm psyched. I had a bagel. I had a Boston cream donut during the show. When I was leaving for the day, I grabbed the rest of the donuts and I headed home. Monday, the sales rep who handles the account says, what happened to all the food from Dunkin? I said, I took it home. He said, that was for everyone. You shouldn't have taken it home. I said, I thought they brought it for me. I said, well, thanks for doing a good job. He said, you're selfish for taking it home. So I ask you, am I a jerk? What do you think? Open mic on the Rock 107 app. We got one. Hey, Prospector, I don't think you're a jerk. I would do the same thing. You're definitely not a jerk on this one. Rock 107, am I a jerk? Well, kind of, yeah. I think you should have uh, seen if anybody else wanted some and then took it. Should have checked around and then seen. Michaela says you're not a jerk. Although you do claim it was an honest mistake, you own it. And you did a fantastic job, and Duncan is showing you they love your work. You're fine. Ed says I don't vote jerk often, but this one, yeah, jerk. I take the dunk at home. I thought it was for me. Does that make me a jerk? Hey, Prospector. Hey. For a simple fact, unless your name was written out of the box or something, you know, it was pretty much meant for everybody. Well, no, it was a box that was handed directly to me with the words, here you go. Well, even still, it's called sharing. I just wanted to make sure that didn't change your mind. I just wanted to see. All right. So you're saying I'm a jerk on this? Oh, definitely. Rock 107. Morning, Prospector. Good morning. What hey, do you think? Uh, you know what? This time, and I'm usually with you, buddy, but little bit, little bit, a little bit of a jerk, huh? Little bit. You know why? Because when they bring that stuff, companies like when people bring stuff in, that's like, wow, somebody's coming in. We're getting good stuff, good perks. 
People should get there and get it, though. Kim says, yeah, you're a jerk this time. You know, if it wakes its way through the end of the day and you take it, then you're not a jerk. But that taking it before you go, before anyone gets that chance, yeah, that makes you a jerk. Don, though, he's on my side. He says, not at all. And Andy says, jerk. They brought it to work, not to your home. Now you got to buy for everybody at work to make up for it. Am I a jerk? Bob here from Wilkes-Barre, man. Definitely a jerk on this one. Yeah, no doubt, no excuse. You're, you're reading between too many lines when you're saying they handed it to you. Okay. You know, if you really wanted to be, you should have just ran it out to your car before anybody even had a chance. But, (laughs) yeah, I got to go, jerk. Now I know what I'm going to do next time. Boom, ditch it right in the car before anybody sees it. Uh, Sue says you're not a jerk because you weren't informed in any type of way from the rep if you had to share or not. So I say you're not a jerk. But in the question today of am I a jerk for taking the dunk at home when I left, the answer today, overwhelmingly, according to Northeast PA, yes, I am a jerk. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A DoorDash driver in New Hampshire got stopped for driving on a suspended license, so a cop delivered the last order for her. The customer had no idea what was going on when he saw a cop at his door with a McDonald's bag. He says he felt bad because he forgot to tip him. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector. On Rock 107. You're not going to like this, but no matter how hard we try, no matter how many funky names these grandkids throw at us, we still sound like we're auditioning for a retirement home commercial. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. They say becoming a grandparent is a beautiful thing. Let me tell you, it's got its quirks. I mean, just take a look at the names these kids are coming up with, like Noni. I mean, really, I guess it's better than Oldie McRocking Chair, but still, I mean, Noni, seriously? It's like a secret agent code name, not a title for a grandparent. And Poppy, Pops, Pappy, sounds like we're trying to join a boy band, not embrace our golden years. And I know, I know, it's funny, we're all trying to dodge grandma and grandpa labels like they're bad passwords. No one calls them grandma, grandpa anymore, because apparently the word grandma just screams old. Visions of grandmothers knitting blankets, baking bread, and shuffling around in orthopedic shoes. It's like they've all got an episode of the Golden Girls on repeat in their heads. We live in a world where age is just an number, right? But now, instead of grandma or grandpa, we've got poppy pops, pappy, grand dude. And the list goes on. Let's talk about these alternative names. Poppy, pops, pappy. It's like we're auditioning for a rap group. I can see it now. Yo, it's Pappy and the Pops dropping Grandpa Rhymes. Oh, sorry, Grandparent Rhymes. Then there's Mima and Pop Pop. Sounds like a hillbilly duo, doesn't it? Come on. Coming to you live from the barnyard, it's Mima and Pop Pop. Look, let me tell you, it's not just about the names. It's also about logistics. Kids these days have more grandparents you can shake a cane at. So they got to get creative. You got grandparents, step-grandparents, all that stuff. So you got brown-haired grandma, meet white-haired grandma. All right, look. We don't want to have a bunch of color-coded grandparents or anything. It's not just us. There's a survey from Preply that shows the whole thing is nationwide. Mom-mom. It sounds like something you find in a Southern cookbook, not a grandparent's name. Pop-pop. It's like a cereal mascot, not dear old granddad. Let's not forget about our Spanish-speaking friends, and I'll apologize in advance for my poor, poor pronunciation. Abello, Abella. They're taking center stage in states with big Spanish-speaking populations because, you know, grandpa just doesn't have that international flair. How about a reality check here, okay? No matter what you're called, no matter how hard you try to be the cool, hip grandparent, the world sees right through it. We're all just vintage models in a world obsessed with the latest trends. 
I say embrace it. Own that grandma. Own that grandpa title and do it with pride because no matter what, you're still a legendary figure in your grandkids' life. Silly name or not, it's not going to change. When my time comes, when I become a grandparent, if that happens, just, you know, don't call me grand, dude. That's all I'm asking. It sounds foolish, like you're trying too hard to be cool or like you're the wizard of cool. Hey, man, let's ask the grand dude or like some weird character out of a Big Lebowski remake. Grandpa's fine. That's fine. I ain't afraid of sounding old. Go ahead. You can even call me Papa, Poppy, Pop Pops. Just don't call me late for dinner. Grandpa's hungry. Ladies and gentlemen, grab the kids, call your neighbors, and gather around the radio. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. We uncover the most baffling, ridiculous, pathetic, cockeyed, laughable, preposterous blunders in the world of misdeeds. Nominee number one. On the list of things you'd never want to get used, this has got to be number one. I mean, for most of us anyway. A 41-year-old funeral home worker in Nebraska is facing charges after trying to steal a sex doll from someone's home. The guy's name is Ryan Smith, and cops say he spotted the doll while picking up the remains of someone who passed away in their home in Omaha this month. He called the property manager and claimed the local sheriff asked him to collect the doll as evidence, but they apparently thought it seemed suspicious and said no. The property manager ended up going to the apartment later, heard noises coming from inside, tried the door, and found it locked. They saw Ryan leave the apartment shortly after and noted his clothes were disheveled, so it seemed like he'd gotten up to something in there. Cops arrested him for burglary, and they say more charges could be added pending a DNA test of the doll. Nominee number two. If you're going to use a fake ID, make sure the person whose ID you're using is still alive. An Evansville, Indiana man was pulled over late Saturday night because the license plate on the vehicle belonged to another car. Evansville police say they spotted a blue Mitsubishi Eclipse that was bearing a license plate that belonged to a red 1972 Cadillac. The officer reportedly pulled over the driver, who was later identified as 49-year-old Ronald Ward Jr., but Ward said his name was Doug and gave them a driver's license for Douglas Williams, a man who they later found out passed away in 2019. When asked why he gave a fake name, Ward said, I just had it in my pocket and I pulled it out. I was just messing with you. According to police, Ward then handed over his actual driver's license and admitted that it was suspended around 20 years ago. Ward is being held without bond. And the winner is... The funeral home worker who accosted someone's sex doll. He went back to the house, did what he did, and then left. You are the Yam Bag of the Day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. Weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.